Welcome to the Food Therapy Podcast, where we talk honestly and openly about mental health, diet culture, BS, and food freedom. We're your co-hosts. I'm Brittany Modell, owner of Brittany Modell Nutrition and Wellness. And I'm Lauren Sharp, owner of Empower Method Nutrition. We are food freedom registered dietitians who have struggled with mental health, poor body image, and disordered eating behaviors. We are on a mission to dismantle diet culture, normalize conversations around mental health, and empower you as you heal your relationship with food and your body. Let's get talking. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Food Therapy Podcast. Today, Lauren and I are going to be talking all about intention setting, goal setting for the new year, 2023. I am not personally a huge fan of New Year's resolutions. There's something so diety and always like weight loss focused about it. But I really do love setting goals for the new year, both personally and professionally. And I spent um, you know, a few minutes earlier looking at my 2020, 2022 goals that I had set. Some I hit, some I did not get close to, and that's completely okay. But it's really fun to see, you know, what you set out for the following year and what you're able to achieve. And I think that's an important part of the mindset, right? Of like, can I forgive myself for things that I didn't achieve? Yes. Then you'll get into that all or nothing mindset where it's like, oh, well, I didn't achieve this one. So might as well just not do anything. Right. Uh, Yes. Why don't we talk about some like the personal goals that we have? Some of my personal goals that I set out is continuing to set boundaries. And Lauren, you will appreciate this. In my 2022 goals, I said set boundaries with family members. Um, in particular, especially around wedding planning. And I want to continue that into 2023, really setting firm boundaries with my parents, with friends, just, you know, even clients in general, minimizing alcohol. So I continue to drink less alcohol. It makes me feel so much better. I still drink cocktails and wine when I want them, but I'm much more intentional about when I'm drinking and why I'm drinking. Another um, goal of mine is to read at least 10 books. One of the best things that's happened to me this year is I've fell in love with reading again and especially reading before bed. So I'm reading on my Kindle. Usually Jeremy has been asleep for 30 minutes rather than scrolling social media or doom scrolling Twitter. I'm actually reading and it makes me so much more tired and it makes me also excited to get into bed. So that I definitely want to continue doing more home-cooked meals you know, even if it's like three or four times a week, does not have to be anything fancy. It can be like, you know, microwavable steam rice and something else, but just getting into the habit of moving away from takeout. It's so expensive. And half the time the food comes cold. It's not that good. So I would love to um, continue to cook. Also, you know, when it comes to movement, I, again, like really fell back in love with moving my body in a way that feels really good. Walking around New York, doing Pilates, um, weight training again. So continuing to do that. And then things, uh, as far as my friendships go, something that I set out last year was to continue to put energy into friendships and to also to ask more questions. You know, I am so much more intentional now, like trying to remember things like how is your, you know, your work meeting today? What's going on with your baby? Like just trying to ask more questions. So people feel that I'm interested and that I care. And, but you know, that's obviously so important to me. Mm -hmm. And then finally, 
I will say medication, continue, continue with therapy. And I would love to start a morning routine because I don't have any routine right now. I always have breakfast in the mornings, but I find myself scrolling TikTok, social media first thing. And it's just not, it's not it. Yes. Oh, okay. That was a long list. That was good. <laughs> Those are all really good ones. Um, definitely curious to hear what your wedding boundaries are because I would love to implement something like that. Um, I also have just been trying to focus on how can I incorporate more vegetables? Um, I think a lot through my intuitive eating journey, it's been kind of, you know, when you first incorporate intuitive eating a lot of the times you're you're breaking food rules things that you haven't eaten or allowed yourself to eat for a while um and this past year I really worked on that and it's been a slow climb to you know just ensure that I'm not doing anything that's like too you know gung-ho and then becomes obsessive so um I want to continue with that I love the uh, I literally see such a difference when I read before going to bed rather than scrolling or watch TV. It's insane. Like I wake up so much more refreshed. So I would love to continue that. Um, I love that goal. And then I have been really getting into, I guess this is kind of business slash professional, but I, as my business grows, there's a lot more energetics and mindset involved to like kind of get to the next level. And um, I don't know if it involves potentially going back to therapy at some point, but I've been getting into human design a lot, which is really interesting. What is human design? So like, how would you describe it? So it's like, like you know, there's so many things that spiritually you can kind of connect to. And I grew up Catholic and I've just never, I'm like, I don't feel like I should have to force a religion or something that I feel like I should believe in. So I've been kind of struggling in terms of spirituality because I am a very spiritual person, but I'm like, I don't feel connected to anything. So it's basically, it's calculated using your birth date, time, place, and that reveals your genetic design. So it shows you where and how to access your body's consciousness as a decision-making tool and ultimately how to live as your truest self. So basically like parts of my design are very, very masculine from an energy perspective. So I like lists. I like everything to, it's very type A. So it's, yeah. it's really interesting. And I think that's something that helped me is when I pulled, when my design was pulled up, I was like, this is literally me. So it really helped with my like belief in it, I guess. Um, you know, obviously- and is that something you do with someone? Like, how do you go about Human so what uh, I did an intensive with a human design coach. Cause when okay. you pull up your chart, you're like, oh, what the heck is this? Right. So I'm a manifester, which is, I want to say 9% of the population. So my particular day time I was born and everything, there's very few manifestors on the earth. Um, so I was curious how to, I did it from a place of like maximizing my potential in business. Um, but it's been interesting. So basically she goes through your whole chart. She's like, you have this line, which makes you more susceptible to this and these behaviors and blah, blah, blah. So be aware of this. Um, and I am someone that really, uh, makes decision or should be making decisions from my intuition. Um, and we get very disconnected. It's almost like with food, right? You get disconnected from your body when, you're on diets and whatnot. So you get disconnected right. from your intuition just from outside influences of you should do this, mm-hmm. you should do that. Right. So right. 
um, connecting to my intuition and listening to that is something I'm really trying to do. And then also just ditching any relationships that have almost like too much proximity to me from a place of it's like, like I want to distance proximity from, from certain people who aren't lifting me up, who aren't, um, who are draining my energy, who step away from people who are draining my energy more and set boundaries around that. Um, so yeah. And then also with the human design aspect, there's, um, sometimes, you know, healing that can be done around certain things. Um, so it's called, um, tapping. I don't know what the scientific name of is it. It, uh, is it is. It's the I speak. Oh my god! It's not it's even after. It's like literally two p.m. and I feel like I'm not. We recorded an episode before this. It's been straight talking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, so that's another thing that helps you kind of release some of the things that you're holding on to. That I'm going to be um, looking into. I'm also just a very tangible person, so that feels tangible to me. Whereas therapy, I still see the importance of it, but I'm curious to try. You know, some other types of avenue practices and avenues so yeah what are your wedding boundaries though I want to hear this (laughs) I mean okay I I think wedding planning in general it it's so different for each person obviously family dynamics plays a role everyone's going to have an opinion and I think the the most important boundary is like it's about you and your partner you know it's about you and Austin Mm -hmm. and it's coming together and realizing like, what do you two want versus what do his parents want? What do your parents want? What do your friends think you should do? I make the mistake of, and I, I was saying this before, I think it is my anxiety. Instead of just like asking like like one person's opinion, I feel the need to ask like 10 people their opinion and then it gets me confused. And so a boundary is just like to stop asking everyone what they think because it doesn't matter. Like it it really just matters what you think. I I sent my mom several invitations that we're looking at and she like hated all of them. And I was just like, all right, well, my boundary is I'm listening to your your feedback and I'm still going to choose what we want to choose. Right. So what's the, right. I did that. So, with yeah. And my point mom is like, well, what is the point of asking? It goes right. back to my own. That's my own stuff that I, right. I deal with. Cause it's um, like, you're looking so for validation to be like, Oh, that's 100%. Yes. Constantly thing. looking for validation. Like, what do you think about this? So I think boundaries are just like, you know, sticking to what feels good for you, what feels authentic to you, how you want the day to go, how you want the day to feel like yep. it goes by so quickly. And I've seen like relation, not fortunately in my life, but like I've seen relationships get ruined in wedding planning. And that's just so unfortunate because it should be this like one day in your life. And it is so important. Yeah. And it's also most likely not going to be the most important day in your life. And I hope it's not for us. I hope there are many other incredible, important days. So that's my advice around boundary setting, just staying true to who you are, staying true to what you and Austin want for the big day. And, you know, also looking at, especially when you're budgeting, like what are the most important things for you that like are non-negotiables? What are things that like aren't as important? Right. And, you know, what are things that you can maybe like live without and sticking true to those aspects? Love that. Yeah. And all this kind of comes back to my work that I'm trying to connect more to like my gut and my intuition. And I'm like, and again, why am I asking everybody for their opinion when it's like, well, I need to and want to do what I want to do. So 
a hundred percent. And it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks because right. it has to be something that you like at the end of right. the day. Right. So I'd Everyone rather have, have you know, I mean, you, you know, that like icky feeling when you're making, making a decision kind of like against what yes. you know you want. And I don't yes. want to feel that way. So no, um, no. and you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. What about professionally? So professionally, continuing to do supervision is so important for me to continue to like grow as a clinician. You know, I'm part of Brie Campos, like body image supervision. I do supervision with Fiona Sutherland a few times a month. So just continuing to show up, do the work, complete the courses that I have purchased. I have purchased so many courses binge eating course, body image course, SEO course. Like it is wild how many courses I have. So I am not allowed to buy any more courses until I complete at least a few of the ones that I have. Um, speaking of courses, continuing to launch, you know, my, uh, my nurture approach course for parents. I'm also planning to launch a few other courses over the year because I want to be able to reach as many people as I can you know, with the knowledge that I have and hopefully being able to reach people from um, all different ends of the spectrum of what people are able to afford, both from obviously a financial standpoint, a time standpoint and so forth. And I would say continue to enhance my client experience. Like that's something that's so important to me. I want my clients to look forward to seeing me when they see me. And that's something that is so important and something that I continue to work on. And that's definitely a goal of mine as well. What about you? I feel like you like so many exciting things happening in business. Uh, so many things. It's probably even like bigger than like the, uh, the personal. Yeah. I think, um, honestly, a big component is obviously there's financial goals, but more so like creating more space in my calendar um, working with more high level clients on a business perspective, right? So it's kind of like it's interesting to see how your clients evolve as you evolve as a person. Um, more so in and when you nutrition. when you say high level, what do you mean by that? So you know, not necessarily somebody who's like, how do I form my LLC, right? Somebody who's like maybe been in practice, maybe they're you know making a certain amount per month. Um, they understand you know, how to make content and they're really looking to like get to that next level. Right. Because as you grow, you know, your, your conversations and the capacity that you have to have certain conversations changes. Right. So I don't have as much capacity to teach someone how to form an LLC and, you know, create a business name as I do to have the conversation of, you know, what products and courses and things should I be adding to my product suite in order to grow and scale my business, right? Because I can speak more to that person because I've been there closer than when I've been, you know, years ago in my LLC, right? So being able to like live in my work is a big part of, of making business easier for me. So that's a big intention of creating more space in my calendar, more passive income and, and more ease, just like everything being easier financially relationships, everything just kind of feeling like, wow, can't believe this is my life. 
I also feel like we should explain that Lauren also does business yeah. coaching yeah. in addition to being a dietitian and working um, to help clients, you know, with food and body image. She also works with other clinicians, dietitians, health professionals on their businesses as well. I feel like yeah. we yeah. forgot to, to, yeah. forgot to mention Sorry. that. Sorry. I'm like so in it that I like forget that people don't know, yeah. but basically, yeah. So the nutrition side of things, I'm still trying to figure out my goal for that is to keep up with my membership. And I have an, a membership called Club Empower where, you know, there's, there's community, there's a monthly call where you, where you come in, get support, ask questions, but that's been feeling more difficult lately to keep up with the monthly resource. So right. I'm thinking about potentially offering like a masterclass every quarter and anybody who's not in the membership can drop in for a certain price. If you're in the membership, you get it for free. And basically, you know, it, it, it's more intentional rather than me being like, Oh, we just put something out this month, right? Yes. Every quarter, yes. there's more of an intentional resource. So that's yeah. something I want to do. I want to continue to sell my gentle nutrition course, because again, from this place of kind of like living my work, like I live in this space of gentle nutrition, right? Yeah doesn't mean that by any means that I can't help people that are struggling with disordered eating currently or body image or whatnot, but um, that's really where I love to teach. So I'd like to step more into that. And it just feels so easy because one, it's a course, right? It's passive, but also it's just like, when I talk about it, it's like, well, this is what I do every day, you know? Right. So on that side of things, professionally, I want to step more into that and you know, again, more passive income and potentially get an Airbnb up and running at some point. I feel like that would be a cool that. That yeah. is so a little side hustle. My side hustle is fun fact, I'm a real estate broker. And by that, I mean, I have sold one apartment, but <laughs> if, you, if you're looking for selling real estate in New York, that is my side passion hustle. For what agent? Thing, agent, agent. Okay. I was like, wait, I, I honestly don't remember. No, I did not skip agent to go to broker. I'm very much a, a real estate agent, but <laughs> it's much more of like a passion side project Yeah, that is just fun because I really, I love real estate. One other thing that I want to be more intentional with in the new year is how much time I spend on social media. I have found that it has become such an energy suck for me. And it was making me very unhappy. Like in the last few weeks, I have felt so much burnout. And I basically went off of social media. I mean, I still posted a few stories here and there, but I posted like once a week or once every like 10 days. It has been life-changing for me. Not only am I able to show up for my clients with so much more energy and just mindset shift, but... I also don't find myself comparing myself to other dietitians and other people in this space. So I am hoping that, you know, working through SEO and other ways to grow my business, it doesn't need to rely solely on social media because it just does not make me happy. And I will show up when I want to show up, but there's not going to be pressure to show up every day or even every week. Love that. Yeah. It's insane. Like I would, that's another thing I would love to do is I don't, I like can't find the freaking wherewithal within me to plug my phone in outside of our bedroom, but I know. it's, it's really so hard, hard to get an alarm clock. And then I think it would be easier. I know I need to do that. It's just like, it's truly a drug where it's like, 
if it is that serotonin boost it gives you that dopamine and then you're like i feel like shit well, I was saying to Jeremy too, like we were on the couch and he's like, you're like addicted to your phone. And I said, I know, but I also think that because I have ADHD, I am constantly searching for dopamine and it gives really? me such a hit, like scrolling. Yeah. And even like when we're watching a TV show, I'm like looking on, I'm like online shopping. I'm always like doing something. And that's like the only way that I could get through the day. But mm-hmm. there has to be other ways to get dopamine into my brain. And that is what I'm going to work on because social media, I love it. And at the same time, I kind of hate it because it is a comparison trap. I don't necessarily be feeling better. And I, it's literally sucked the energy out of me these last yeah. few months. Yeah. I'm literally the same way. Austin's like, why can't you just sit and watch a TV show? I'm like, no, no, no. My brain needs to be really doing hard. all things at once. It's hard. So if you're listening to this and we rambled about our intentions for 2023, really the goal is to kind of sit down and reflect on your past year. What are some things you want to continue to do? What are some things that you want to start doing? And maybe some things that you want to do less of and think about how you want to spend your time and your energy. What feels best for you from a mental perspective, a physical perspective, a work perspective? of a friendship perspective. I think it's just a really great time to reflect if nothing else. And that is what I'm going to take some time to do. Hopefully this weekend, like kind of sit down with my goals from last year, reflect on them and reflect on what I want 2023 to look like. But you know, it's gonna be a great year. I'm, I'm really excited. And I'm excited to continue doing this podcast. I'm excited to get married. We have some amazing trips planned. So it is a big year ahead. So exciting. Um, and another thing that you can do is I like to also reflect on the past year of like, what did I like? What didn't I like? What can I yes. maximize and what can I ditch? Right. Yeah. Also, like, I like to separate things into like home life, you know, like kind of and professional life slash personal life. And like write out all the things that you do that like take your energy that drive you nuts, right? So in home life, like for me, I'm definitely going to be looking into somebody to come here and do laundry every week because I cannot tell you the energy it takes for me to get myself to fold laundry or to have the conversation with Austin of who's folding it this week, like walking by the laundry and it's not folded. Like that is pulling energy from me because I'm like, oh, it's not done. It's not done. And it drives me freaking nuts when I can right. be that energy elsewhere. When it's like, all right, have somebody come to the house once a week, do the laundry, fold it, put it in my drawers. That would save me so much. So it's like, yes. what things are you currently doing in your life, in relationships, in home life, in professional life? that you can either delegate out, tell someone else to do, and maybe that's in your professional job. Maybe you're doing the job, which I know in corporate happens all the time, of three people. Can you make yourself go ask for a raise? Can you say, I don't have the capacity to do all these jobs and you need to take something off my plate, right? So ditch, delegate, and do. So what are you going to do? What are you going to ditch? And what are you going to delegate or hand off to somebody else? Even if it's your partner, right? Like if you're like, you know what? You're a much better cooker. I don't really know why I do the cooking. Why don't you do the cooking? I'll do the cleaning, right? So having those conversations, what's working, what's not, how can we get better? And that's a wrap, 2022. 
And I also, one last thing, we would love to hear from you guys. What do you want to hear more of in 2023? We already have some podcast episodes kind of queued up for Q1, but like, we want to hear from you. Like, what do you want to hear on this podcast? What do you want to hear more of? What did you like? What, you know, maybe you didn't like as much and, you know, we would love to hear. So let us know. Have a beautiful rest of your year. 2022 was a great one, but 2023, we're ready for you. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Food Therapy. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to support our podcast, please subscribe, hit download, and share it with your community. We value your feedback. If you feel inspired, please leave a review. Let us know what you've learned and what you would like to hear next. All information about this episode will be linked in our show notes. New episodes of Food Therapy come out every Sunday, but you can stay connected with Food Therapy all week long by following us on Instagram at foodtherapypod. As a disclaimer, this podcast should not replace therapy or working with a registered dietitian. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week.